Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the sweet dulcet tones of the Macross house band. Because you know who else is reeling in the ears, Nick? It's you and I, because it's been almost one year since we recorded our last episode. To be fair, it's because these episodes are really bad. It is. And you know what else is really bad? That time, Jeffrey Epstein was murdered in the last year. Oh, but, but I thought he killed himself. <laughs> I had a better, I had a better, I had a better Jeffrey Epstein joke. It was something like, it was almost yesterday when Jeffrey Epstein wasn't murdered in February this year when we last released an episode. But didn't we record it also this time last year? It just took me three months to get it out. I don't know. I don't know. Remember, you got 90% of the way through developing it, and then I had to hack into the podcast account and release it. Oh, that's right. Ah, oh, they were, they were some fun days. You know what were not fun days? These two episodes. No. I mean, for real, what happened was Charles got busy. Uh, I watched the episodes and did a write-up and they were so bad, I couldn't bring myself to hassle Charles to record for a year. That's how bad these episodes are. So I got up this morning and I was super relaxed. I had a piece of cold pizza and I was not thinking about work or anything. And I watched these two episodes and all I can think about now is work. It's made me, it's like rewinded me. I'm no longer relaxed. I'm stressed. Yeah. You're like, oh, you know what would be good? My job. <laughs> Torture. Thinking about my job. And the, uh, the the biggest and newest surprise for our podcasting audience is the new theme. Roll the tape. And then, of course, put the techno remix of the, of the, the tape gets played. if I've heard it I think I started listening to it I did an even better version it, it sounds absolutely ridiculous and absolutely stupid um, episode 21 a new dawn can you remember anything that's happened recently in this show uh, I mean fascism uh, Min Mei sings a lot there are some big aliens what are the big aliens actually called I cannot remember the Zentradi the Zentradi thank you yeah um, I don't know Roy died Ben died getting pretty formulaic at this point in the show it's mostly just you know min may sings there's a battle the battle accomplishes nothing it's like uh, I, it, rick it, has a thought and is mean to girls at a couple of times it feels like it feels like i've seen this episode before or they're just replaying old plot lines yeah it's just like oh my god this is so bad i know it's a, a show for literal children wait is it for children no it's not it's for adults cause it's, it's the it's the well, japanese one sort of it's for teenagers. It's for the untapped market of 16-year-olds. Which is the show where it ends with, like, the guy having a Robotech in his 
basement, and he flies out and plays a sick guitar solo and kills all the bad guys. The really awful one? Yeah, yeah, what's that called? Macross 7. Macross 7. I I never watched it because I haven't seen Macross 6. I... (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off. Um... We should watch the first episode of that because that'd be a good benchmark to how good or bad these fucking episodes are. Because these were so bad, dude. Oh, I mean, these were rough because they have no money. Like this is a this first one is a bottle episode, but Macross Seven was bad because it is like the pinnacle of early two thousands anime. Like everything you hate about anime, like all the jokes that came out of people watching Yu Gi Oh. Like, they're all there. There's characters <laughs> with mascots. The love interest is at least three times the, the age of the main character, who is absolutely underage. Uh, it's got more, more music and singing in it than this show, but there's actually fewer songs. Like, it's, it's garbage, but I think we can maybe stomach maybe one episode. <laughs> at least it'll be a, a break from this dire dross. Well, <laughs> well, oh yeah. yeah. So it's you, less fa- it's less, it's less fascist. That's for sure. You recap this first episode. Why don't you take yeah, it? So away? I'm doing the recap this time. That's how dire it is. Like, it's all right. So, uh, previously, if you recall, um, Captain Global flew the Macross low over a city deliberately as an act of terrorism and then had a battle where there was a nuclear explosion and they killed everybody in that city and then they were unfairly told hey can you guys leave earth and not come back thanks he, he goes uh he goes uh this is captain i can't even do an accent let's not try this he goes this is captain global we're gonna request a flyby and they go negative the pattern's full and he flies past a giant building and a guy spills coffee all over himself that's right i watched top gun last night just in case you were wondering about that <laughs> The pattern being full here is they nuked Oregon, or whatever it's called, <laughs> North Ontario. I, I believe it was literally Canada, but that's yeah. fine, call it somewhere in America. I mean, Canada is somewhere in America. That, that's factually not incorrect. That's right. Sorry if you're Canadian, but also we have like four listeners, none of you are Canadian. Uh, right, so the episode actually starts, Min Mei is at drinks for her upcoming movie, which is going to be a kung fu movie. Uh, she's accosted by that blonde lady who hates her for no reason. I think we've met her before, but I don't remember. Because her character is literally, I hate Min Mei because I'm older than Min Mei and I'm a dying star, which is, yeah, cool. Not she, a problematic trope at all. She's the, she's the girl that Min Mei beats earlier on in the, if like, to the competition, isn't she? Probably. She's uh, like uh, meant to be like 27-year-old blonde starlet, but also she doesn't appear in any movies or sing two songs, so it doesn't seem like a starlet to me. I think she... I'm 90% sure she's... The, like, Min Mei goes up to her and goes, can I have your autograph? She's like, I don't give you autographs, and then Min Mei wins the talent competition. Ah, uh, yeah, that's her. Yeah, and I think her name is, like, Jan Dodonner or something. Then man your ships, and may the force be with you. Yeah, good. Realistic name. <laughs> anyway, she, thro- she tries to throw a glass of wine at Min Mei and misses, which is impressive from Min Mei's part. She's got all that Kung Fu movie training, I guess. I mean, girls, am I right? Yeah. Also, also, you you, skip, uh, you skipped over the part where Min Mei, on the eve of her movie's premiere, decides to invite Rick. She just forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah, and then she's going to get mad about that later. <laughs> oh, God. So, Min Mei, surrounded by the only characters in the show who are more annoying than she is, uh, decides, yeah, to call Rick to give him a, a film ticket. Uh, for the front row, but he's on duty when she calls through to the barracks, so they say they'll leave a message. 
when she hangs up, she has a guy has a real dig at the guy on the phone, like, oh man, this guy sounds dumb as hell. And then complains that the military will let in just anyone. Uh, the guy on the phone seemed completely reasonable. This was just completely out of order and she's just mad for no reason. And he's busy reading his MAGA zine. Ah, uh, yes. The MAGA zine, which in hindsight has dated terribly. D- dated very terribly. It's, and what's- it's, her being mad at the secretary has gone from weirdly out of context to, oh, why are the chuds in the military? <laughs> um, what's the name of the green-haired girl? Oh, I have her down in my notes. It says green-haired girl. Miria. Miria. Oh. We're not up to Miria yet. Oh, aren't we? Okay. No, there's the entire... You know what? Let's just... So... So Rick doesn't get the message because he's out, and then when he does get the message, it gets garbled, and he calls back, and then she's not there either, and he doesn't make it to the movie. It's like Romeo and Juliet, except you don't give a shit about Romeo, you don't give a shit about Juliet, and nothing happens. It's like the worst episode of Fraser ever. Yeah. Like, it's meant to be a farce, and you're meant to be like, oh, no, he won't go to the movie, and you're like, fuck this. Anyway, now we cut to Miria. If you recall, Miria snuck on the super dimensional fortress she's like a crack pilot and she's looking for the guy who shot her down or gal she doesn't know uh because you know when she gets shot down she gets horny (laughs) Uh, i mean (laughs) i mean mean, considering where this show's going yeah yeah (laughs) not wrong not wrong that's that's what uh that's that's a kink and we're not a kink shaming podcast we're not so Mary assumes the crowd that she sees in the street is in her honor. Uh, well, in the honor of the pilot who shot her down, because while they have technology to shrink them down to human size, it doesn't shrink their ego down the same way. Oh, nice. Nice. Sorry, I should anyway. respond to a joke with saying nice. Well, you know, it wasn't that good a joke. Uh, so the crowd, it's just a crowd for the Kung Fu movie. This whole fucking episode's mostly the Kung Fu movie. Um... What happens next? Oh, Minmay and Flare Pounce come out on stage. Minmay sees that Rick's not in his seat. We don't care about that subplot. Uh, Rick hears people say that Kyle and Minmay are dating and may get married. Even the fact that they are cousins does not come up. Which nope. is going to be a recurring theme this episode. Uh, Minmay sings because that has to happen at least once every episode in spite of her only having two songs. This time it is uh, This Is My Time To Be A Star, which is dire. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's also apparently the theme song for the movie, which is a kung fu movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Ex- not quite sure that one tracks. <laughs> and at some point the narrator goes, this is a piece of celluloid entertainment for the amusement of the audience, which is unlike this podcast, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yep. The narrator, yeah, that's the absolute worst segue the narrator's ever done. It's like, ah, oh, but some people can't tell the difference between reality and fantasy. And then cuts to the Zentradis who are watching the movie too. It's pretty, it's, it cuts to a shot of like um, Tipper Gore saying that all violent video games are bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they think it's real because they're dumb and they're the dumb bad guys in a children's cartoon. Uh,. Miria also thinks it's real, and the three spies think it's real, and we discover that when the Zentradi intercept enemy communications, they're in the practice of simultaneously broadcasting them to the entire fleet and every member of the fleet, which is an unusual tactic, but... uh, Unusual. It's crowdsourcing intelligence gathering. Crowdsourcing intelligence gathering. It's like, hey guys, uh, the enemy are making a broadcast. Without vetting it in any way, let's transmit it to everyone. 
Then they all freak out because Kyle shoots a death ray at a giant in the movie. He, wait, just, he shoots a death ray. A death ray. Yeah, well, he shoots a laser beam and then it cuts to the Zentridi guy who goes, A DEATH RAY! Okay, so this is quite clear at this point that I was not paying attention. I just had the sound on because I, I hear them go, What? And I just thought it was like a flying kick or something. No, no, he jumps up in the air <laughs> and he puts his little fingers out and he goes, Do your best! And a little star map. That's not quite how it happens, but it's, it's close. What the f- <laughs> this is so it's bad a- oh my god okay oh yeah and then he shoots a giant black guy in like Turkish clothes because race yeah <laughs> and then the black guy like dies uh, Kyle and Minmay kiss and then Rick walks out of the movie because you know he's a fucking loser and is this the point where I remembered his name was Rick despite the fact for the last five minutes people have been addressing him by his name yeah Oh, the whole time I was going track through my episode going, oh, right, what's their name again? I remembered Miria's name and I've got no idea why. It must be those creepy eyes. You never forget. Uh, yeah. Um, Is this the point where the Zentrati guy says, I kissed plenty of girls, I kissed so many girls, my lips got sore? Which is That's, the, that's it. <laughs> which is one of the maybe only funny parts of the episode. Is he it's, him, him pretending to be like a 12-year-old guy talking about all the girls he's kissed or something? Yeah, they just keep regular. Oh, yeah, we knew me and May personally. Oh, yeah, we kissed all the time. Yeah, you know, we hang out. We're all really close friends. We ki- I kissed so much, my lips were sore. It's like, oh, and all the other guys in the ship are like, oh, man, you're so cool. Like, man, have you- can you trade me your fucking Pokemon cards? And you know what else is really funny, dude? What? I just fucking love this. I love sexual assault. What? It's the next part of the episode, isn't it? Oh, right, yes. Sorry, I just thought that was out of context. No, that was, like, me, that was me setting up the next part of the episode, which was at the point where it became not just bad, but just, like, offensive. So, Rick stumbles on his way out of the, the movie, ostensibly on his way to uh, carry a printer for a girl, um, trips over, and then, as we all know, when you fall over, you put both your hands out perfectly level with, like, in grabbing position... So that just in case you fall, you can grab your commanding officer on both cheeks of her ass. But you see, it was an accident. And how do we know it was an accident, Nick? Well, because he said it was an accident. No, because he says, he says, you can tell it's an accident because why else would I touch you? Because you're oh, an ugly right. girl. Yeah, that's right. He immediately tries to defend himself by insulting her because, and then the crowd heckles them and Lisa drags him away. Lisa immediately is like, ah, oh, what were you doing? Like, you know, why did you walk out of the movie halfway through? And just before Rick has to admit that he is the biggest dork in the universe, an air raid siren goes off. Yes. We don't actually see any fighting, do we? Because everyone else is just stuck in different nope. places. So you're like, oh, good, finally. That, that was all Drek. Let's see a battle. So the city starts its, inst- its standard insanely dangerous transformation where everyone gets squished by sudden walls and falls down holes. And uh, Minmay falls in a hole, as, as is her way. She, you know, falls in a hole every couple of episodes. Tragically, Kyle saves her. Uh, she hallucinates him as Rick. Uh, this is symbolism. Symbolism. Yeah, this is symbolism. Because you see, it was Rick saving her, and now it's Kyle saving her. And what is love, if not being pulled out of a hole by your cousin who you want to fuck. Speaking of bad holes, this episode. <laughs> uh, Max sees Miria walk past and is immediately horny on Maine. This is going to be the only straightforward love arc in the entire show and you are going to actually love it 
in comparison to everything else. This sucks so bad, man. Oh, God. Rick, Rick fucking alpha male confidently leads Lisa into a dead end. And then a wall appears behind them and traps them in. And the only thing worse than them being trapped in there is that we're trapped in there with them. And then because it won- the whole rest of the episode is literally... Rick and Lisa fighting in a grey box. They recap episodes. They insult each other. They get horny on main. They monologue. Uh, let me just see if anything else happens because I actually think that might be it. I think oh, Rick gets trolled by a robot. No, that's it. That's the whole episode. That's the entire episode. The, the only thing I want to add about that is at one point, Rick goes, Hey, Lisa, do you remember that time we got stuck aboard an enemy ship and then Max had to fly us out and we all hid in the pocket? And it's like... He was, she was there, dude. How is she going to forget that? How is she going to well, forget that? They rolled the old footage, too. Like, this oh. was almost... It was like, guys, if you're going to do a recap episode, which you already did, like, don't think we've forgotten that you guys did a recap episode. You can't do a half recap episode. Like, them getting stuck in that hole happens, like, eight minutes into a 20-minute show. Or oh, the only remaining note I have, it, it, for me, my notes go, at this moment, the Zentradi attack... Then it says, yep. lol, cigarette machine, this episode sucks. Something happens with the cigarette machine and I've forgotten already. Uh, the cigarette, basically, it's a, it's a, it's a, like a Pepsi can machine. And basically, it's the only thing to respond when Rick starts yelling for help. And then he <laughs> yells at it. Oh, and then it falls then in the hole Lisa or something, Rick, doesn't it? Oh, it just ignores him. It just goes, I don't have that drink and stop. And rolls around. It's, it's it's like a goof, but it's not very funny. It's just me <laughs> turn, trying to turn my lights on when I get home. It's just like me and my, my this is podcast. Yeah, it's just it's just me screaming at a computer to go, please, please, I just want to turn the hallway lights on. Oh, this Google is, going. I don't know what you're talking about. This is just it, it, this is just appalling. This was wow. And then at the end, Lisa and Rick go on a date because the best way to a girl's heart is to bitterly fight with her in a hole for forty minutes. <sighs> well, I, you know, I tell you what, that uh, there are. Many other things I wish I had been doing than watching this episode. And people have been saying to me all the time, why aren't you recording another episode of this podcast, Nick? Yep. And that was why. Because I made the mistake. I always watch the episodes before, uh, before Charles because Charles is awesome. And awesome. Awesome. But, yeah. That's, I, I was like, no, nah, I've watched these episodes. I don't want to talk about them. But... I, I was the real Joker because I did that so long ago, I had to watch these two episodes twice. Me too. And in the spirit of people asking me, what have we been doing in the last year? That's today's top 10 list. Today's top 10 list is top 10 things we've been doing since the last episode of this podcast. Coming in at... I'm doing do a bit, Nick. still do top ten lists? Nick, I'm doing a bit! What part of this <laughs> don't you understand? I even told uh, you I was doing I'm a sorry. bit! I was t- <laughs> oh, no. And the answer I is no! Fucking... They don't do top ten lists, which is why we do top ten lists, because it's really stupid. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Number ten. We've been recording a One Piece podcast called My Boyfriend is a Pirate. That's a joke, because apparently that's a pirate anime. I thought of the joke first and then Googled the anime. Number nine. Nick and I have been helping out the United States in the Ukraine. Number eight. Nick's been reading a prequel book to the War of the Three Kingdoms called The War of the Two Kingdoms. Number seven, we've been guarding Jeffrey Epstein. Number six, we've been (laughs) flicking lit cigarettes out the window in New South Wales. Number five, we've been programming the latest Pokemon game. Number four, we've been recording a Space Dandy podcast called 
boobies, boobies, boobies. Number three, we've been reading a sequel to The War of Three Kingdoms called War of the Three Kingdoms with a Vengeance. Number two, trying to get Charles to record an episode of the podcast. Number one, the number one thing we've been doing since the last time we recorded an episode is being unfunny in real life. <laughs> That's right. The main purpose of this podcast is so that we can get this out of our system and not hurt the ones around us in our real lives. God, I hope no one listens to this. Oh, dearie me. Oh, that sure was that, was... that was worth it. We've done it, Nick. We've made the jokes. Oh. I love listicles. Bring back Cracked.com. If Cracked.com still exists, that doesn't count. Awesome.